Welcome to Let's Get Chatty Podcast with Mariel and Maria, where two relatable girls strive to bring joy to the world by inspiring other young women to embrace their identity as daughters of God. Let's get chatty. Welcome to Let's Get Chatty. I'm Maria. And I'm Muriel. This is season one, episode one. Did someone say daughter of God? <laughs> we are so excited for this first full episode, and we're going to kick it off with a prayer. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Come, Holy Spirit, teach us how to pray. Lord, we pray for all of those listening to our podcast today, and we ask you to fill them with the graces to embrace their identity as a daughter of God. We ask that Mary cover us in her mantle today and forever. Mary, beloved daughter of the Most High God, pray for us. Amen. Amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. Amen. Thank you guys so much for listening today. We're so excited about this episode. And not going to (laughs) lie, Mariel... Um, this is like our 500th time filming this intro because we keep laughing. So if we laugh, just know that we are truly filled with the joy of the Holy Spirit today. So so just jumping right in, uh, there can be so much pressure today to constantly know what's next in life and so much pressure as seniors to know what cause we're going to and to get all the scholarships and people are constantly asking us what are you doing next year what are your plans and that can be a good question but it can also be really there can be a lot of pressure surrounding it and so we're going to talk about some questions that we should be asking ourselves and our friends especially as seniors today so who are you actually in God's eyes and what did God create us for and how are you because there's so many walls today especially in high school that are built up and it's so easy to cover up the hard things that we're going through in life so Mariel how are you I'm doing so well I'm so excited for this podcast to come out we've been hyping it up for a week and um, I know some of you guys are really excited too so I can't wait how are you I'm good uh just yeah super excited Let's just like you. Uh, it was Catholic Schools Week this past week, which was a huge gift to just kind of reflect on the gift of Catholic schools and the gift of awesome Catholic teachers and religious sisters and our chaplain. So it's awesome. So jumping right in, who are we actually as daughters of God? And I'm going to start with a little story. My mom is a preschool teacher. And she works at a Catholic school, and one day she was taking her preschool class of three- and four-year-olds to Eucharistic Adoration at our parish. And she had one little boy who, as soon as they got into the church, he went right up the aisle, and he just started skipping down the aisle. And just skipping with so much joy to the tabernacle. And that's what the Father wants us to do in our life. He wants us to bring all that we have and are up to Him in in the Eucharist, which is like, it's crazy. Like, it's almost unfathomable that Jesus is literally present in the Eucharist. It's yeah. what a gift we have as Catholics. Uh, and that's how the Father wants us to come to him. Yeah, Matthew 18, 1 through 3 says, Truly I say to you, unless you turn and become like children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. And we have to be just like that kid, running into his arms and just being completely open um, and ready to receive his love. Amen. And just being there in his presence, I know that both me and Mariel can attest to different trials that we've had in our life that just being able to rest in the Father's presence, especially in Eucharistic adoration, is so healing and gives you so much peace. And it's so awesome, like, 
Carlo Cudis, he said, when we stand in front of the sun, we get a tan, but when we stand in front of Jesus in the Eucharist, we become saints. Like, how powerful is that? Just yeah. resting in his presence, and even if we're not feeling like we're necessarily getting stuff out of it, just bringing ourselves and bringing ourselves as an offering to the Father, like, what a beautiful thing we have there. So. Yeah, and we're so lucky that in the area that we live, we have a 24-hour adoration chapel, and if you live where we do, please take advantage of that, especially if you are seniors, um, or just just are in high school and you will be going to college it's such a huge blessing and mm -hmm. I think especially this week being Catholic Schools Week we've realized um, how blessed we are to be Catholic and then how blessed we are to live it where we do and have access to 24-hour adoration that's incredible mm -hmm. yeah and just the Eucharist like we I just want to talk about the Eucharist for a second like oh my gosh yeah. like literally receiving the King of Kings into ourselves and that's just incredible we become walking as one of my teachers used to say like walking talking living tabernacles oh, yeah. which is just incredible so another thing that we want to point on is that every life has an impact and every single life was made uniquely you were made made uniquely and for a unique purpose that no one else can fulfill like a unique mission that no one else but you can fulfill yeah and a huge lie in our world today especially for women is that well i guess only for women is that we can't be mothers and be in the workplace and it's a huge lie in the pro-choice uh, movement that that's a huge reason that women that abortion should be available is because women shouldn't and can't be able to have children and be pregnant while working. Right, yeah. And it's also that something we've noticed is that they say that women aren't capable of having a successful career and be a mother. Yeah. And I think that we can all say that there's people in our life who are awesome mothers and have a su successful career. Like at our school, there's awesome teachers who do both. And it's such a cool witness uh, to see just to see that and just going back to every life has an impact even the babies who unfortunately and sadly aren't born uh through miscarriage or abortion they still have a unique impact and so hopefully one day in heaven we'll see that you know yeah and just the fact that we can impact people um just in really small ways so i can't wait for heaven when we're able to see how we impacted people in really small ways and just that words have so much meaning and yeah. can go so deeper and just action speaks speak louder than words so yeah. that's so important to remember that no matter what you're doing you are representing every christian and every pro-lifer and yeah. you are a witness to everything the way you treat others and the way you carry yourself in this world and mm -hmm. that's like what we want to talk about so yeah and Making an impact, Mother Teresa said, if you want to change the world, go home and love your family. Because when we start small, that's how we can really make a change. Yeah. So, yeah, so we're going to dive into a topic that kind of inspired this podcast that we're both really passionate about. And that's about being a beloved daughter of God. <laughs> um, and so beloved actually means dearly loved or dear to the heart. And before we kind of jump a little bit more into that, we want to pair that with the quote by St. John Paul II that says, Do not be afraid. Do not be satisfied with mediocrity. Put out into the deep and let your nets down for a catch. And so before we jump in, we have a quick story <laughs> to tell you. Uh, we mentioned in our intro episode that Mariel and I love taking a pilgrimage to 
pilgrimages together. <laughs> and so, Mariel, <laughs> our very first pilgrimage was um, to Michigan. We actually were supposed to go on the Camino, which we will explain later. It's a huge <laughs> part of our personality. <laughs> but um, we couldn't because of COVID. So we went to Michigan, and it was a JP2 themed mm-hmm. pilgrimage. Yeah, and St. John Paul II was huge about the outdoors. He loved to ski and hike. And so our pilgrimage, our pilgrimage yeah. was focused on hiking and the Eucharist. And so, yeah, it was super cool. One of the days we got to do rafting on this river that was like very like a lazy this was, river. yeah lazy river not why like farthest thing from white water rafting yeah like just some nice easy rafting and so we were with these awesome sisters that we know and two <laughs> other girls and they had us sit like up on the sides of the raft mm-hmm. while to like to row and that's how you do it so, yeah so we're just going along the river kind of enjoying <laughs> the nice weather do 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 you know and all of a sudden i'm in the front we are not paying attention our we steer ourselves into the side like the bank which is like <laughs> it's like a tall wall of dirt i don't even know how to explain it so we run into it with like a little bit of force yeah and we yeah we i think we actually got stuck in like a tree too and there were all all the trees had like these white tiny flowers so every time we ran into it it was like snowing on top of us and mariel and one of the other sisters were sitting on the edge and the force kind of took one of the sisters back and she totally fell out of the raft head first, head first yeah. backwards into the water and it happened to be a little bit deeper there it was like four feet there so like this river was not deep at all yeah uh, so she fell totally back got totally soaked and i'm seeing that like sitting right behind her and i can't swim fact <laughs> about me oh no but, but for some reason i think i can save her so i'm like reaching out my hand like leaning all the way over we're wearing life jackets yeah so you know but and then i fall just like she did head first all the way back into the water and we're laughing so hard it's so funny but her habit is completely soaked but like we're we're getting Maria's like trying to steer us away from the <laughs> so I'm like trying to like hold on to the branches, making sure we don't keep floating away so they don't get left behind. Yeah. But uh, we were like staying calm, we were laughing, whatever, whatever. <laughs> and we were walking like on the bottom of the river. Yeah. Because it was only like four feet, and the sister and I are like the same height, like five foot one, probably. <laughs> and then there's a sudden cliff. <laughs> love how you call it a cliff because this is like basically a little bit of a big stream so calling it a cliff i just love sometimes the story gets told a little bit like dramatized and i love it so no but it felt like a cliff and we just completely sunk it was probably just like like six foot six feet of water or something like sometimes the trials in life can feel like cliffs but the lord's always with us yeah and we completely sunk but it was so funny we got back up because we had life jackets so it was really fun, but. anyway just a fun little story to start us off uh and i'm gonna go ahead and read matthew fourteen twenty six. has to do with a boat uh So when the disciples saw him walking on the water, they were terrified. It is a ghost, they said, and they cried out in fear. At once, Jesus spoke to them, take courage. It is I. Do not be afraid. Peter said to him in reply, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. He said, come. Peter got out of the boat and began to walk on the water towards Jesus. 
yeah, that's a super powerful verse about just take courage. Do not be afraid. <laughs> like, yeah. And I don't know if you guys know this, but do not be afraid is in the Bible 365 Whoa, times. That's one incredible. For, <laughs> one for every day. Like take courage. It's just like JP2 said, we're not called to be satisfied with mediocrity. We have to take courage. And as daughters of God, I feel like sometimes there's the extreme we of trying to and having a successful career. Yeah. And we often hear people say like, can you be a pro-life feminist but in reality i think that like as pro-lifers we are the true feminists because we care about the women the little girls in the womb and we are recognizing the beauty of motherhood and that women are not empowered by abortion they are empowered by the love and support that we can give them um and just loving both the mother and the baby is so important yeah and so going on we are going to talk about belovedness so the lord makes us worthy for everything that he asks us to do we hear people say that god won't give you more than you can handle which i don't really think is true because i think that god can give he will give you more than you can handle but that's because he's asking you to go to him and he wants to hold your hand through everything yeah you're supposed to take courage and it's a lot of times you're not going to be in your own little bubble you're gonna be asked to go out into the deep and that's what a lot of us are going to be doing this year we're going to be going to college and marie and i are going to benedictine and we're so excited but Mm -hmm. a lot of us are going to colleges that aren't catholic and you are going to be asked to take courage and to step up and stand up for your faith Mm -hmm. yeah and how is god asking you to step out into the deep and maybe step out of your comfort zone and stand up for the faith or stand up for what um god really made us to be as women and true femininity um so yeah we can we are capable of doing that as women in the world today and being a witness and another mary in the world right just like gentle and tender and always caring and attentive so yeah and back to the when we said the eucharist how we're walking tabernacle she was the first tabernacle yep. and so how beautiful that it was a woman and our model for this podcast and also just every woman mm-hmm. um she's our model and she was the first tabernacle yeah amen so belovedness i mentioned it means dearly loved or dear to the heart and it's incredible because beloved actually comes up a lot in scripture because we constantly hear usually in the second reading on sunday mass days beloved like saint paul's addressing his letters to beloved to the dearly loved right and how powerful is it that literally god is telling us like you are dear to my heart that's incredible and just you know resting in his presence and there was one saint who literally went and rested his head on the tabernacle just letting the lord work in ways that we can't see right now but just letting his graces come into us so we are actually going to talk about a song by sarah kroger shout out to her <laughs> this is called belovedness and also shout out to a saint jude mom who introduced me to this song this is super super powerful so after you listen to this please go look this up because it will it might make you cry it is so <laughs> healing and just awesome for young women today because it goes through so many different lies and i'm just going to read a few of the lyrics but there's so much more to this and so yeah here they are you've owned your past and how it's defined you you've owned everything everybody else says it's time to hear what your father has spoken it's time to own your belovedness he says you're mine i smiled when i made you i find you beautiful in every way My love for you is fierce and unending. 
I'll come to find you whatever it takes, my beloved. You are completely loved and fully known. Beloved, believe he died to make your heart his home. Wow. That is fire. So much. You are completely loved and fully known. Yeah, back to what we were talking about, asking your friends, how are you? Sometimes, you know, maybe you don't have those friends right now, and that's definitely something to... Um, pray about and to find those friends, but you are fully known by God. So you're never alone in anything. You go to him and run to him uh, just like that kid. Mm -hmm. Amen. So I think we should just kind of unpack this a little bit. It's so easy to feel like we're defined by the things that have happened in the past or our grades is a huge thing in high school. Grades, um, what college we're going to, if we've committed. Popularity. Mm -hmm. Uh, Money, (laughs) you know, (laughs) what you have in your bank account. (laughs) And just... It's so easy to own what's going on in your life right now and make that who you are. And I mentioned this again, like anxiety, it's so consuming and it can just be so, so hard to go through. Yeah, and it leaves you empty inside. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and so you've owned your past and how it's defined you. You've owned everything everybody else says. That's an easy one to fall into. Thinking about what other people think about you. Yeah, one of my struggles is just worrying about what other people think of me more than God. Like what really matters, obviously we want to make good impressions and we want to be presentable, you know, but just knowing that what the father sees is the most important. Yeah. It's time to hear what your father has spoken. It's time to own your belovedness. So what has the father spoken? You are my beloved daughter. You are my beloved son. And that is, that's the most important, right? He says, you're mine. I smiled when I made you. Whoa. Smiled when he made us. (laughs) And we're, yeah, that's so incredible because just we are made uniquely, right? Yeah. And he's so happy that we're here. And just like the little boy who skipped up to the tabernacle, he is, he smiles when we come into his presence and come and spend time with him. I find you beautiful in every way. My love for you is fierce and unending. God's love is just insane. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Almost unfathomable that he literally, like, he literally wants us to be in heaven with him for all of eternity. Like, how can we even grasp what eternity is, you know? Yeah. That's incredible. And we can hear, you know, his love for us is fierce and unending, but just really coming to that realization of it's true, you know? Yeah. And, and to life. accept his love is so much harder than it seems. And sometimes you have to um, kind of put aside your own, your shame and your guilt from your past and accept the love that he is giving you and Mm -hmm. run to him. I know we're saying that so much, but it's so true. Yeah. And also we keep saying like you, but the reason that we keep saying that is because we've, from our own experiences, we've learned these things, right? And belovedness has had a really big impact. Like that word is just so powerful. And I know it can seem simple and repetitive, but this is just because we have learned us these things in our own spiritual life. So I'll come to find you whatever it takes, my beloved. We are so, we're individual and he will come, he'll come get us. Just one of us, like he would die for Mm -hmm. one person. If it was just you on this earth, he would die all over again. You are completely loved and fully known. Beloved, believe he died to make your heart his home. Wow. 
<laughs> yeah. So really what we just want to leave you with is ask yourself today, and we're asking ourselves too, how is God asking us to embrace our belovedness and being a beloved daughter more fully? And how can we step out of the boat and step out of our comfort zone and cast our nets into the deep and become more of a woman of character and virtue and be a witness today? Yeah, and we can't wait to continue to walk on this journey with you on our future episodes. But if you have any questions or have ideas for our next podcast or just want to chat, please email us at letsgetchattypodcast at gmail.com and make sure to follow our Instagram at letsgetchattypodcast. Thank you so much for joining us today. We hope you'll listen next time. Have an amazing day and God bless.